0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another bonus episode of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy.
1: What up, though?
0: So I want to do this episode because I know we talked a lot of NFL, a lot of Lions. Hell, and it seems like everything, every time I think we're going to be done talking about the Lions, they make another move. CJ Gardner, one year, eight million, approve a deal. At this point. I don't even really care what the hell the Lions doing in draft because I trust Brad Holmes <laughs> that much.
1: No, no, you know what's crazy, Rodney? They actually got everybody all in and they bought into this new scheme, this new system, and everybody's reworking their contracts. It's so much more money to go out and go get two or three key players still. I guess this is insane. I never seen nobody do this. Like my whole time watching football, especially not a team from D- Detroit, like a Lions organization.
0: Yeah, I've I've never heard Mel Kiper and Lions a plus the last two drafts in the same sentence.
1: Yeah, I I thought it was I thought it was a practical joke because you'd never hear Mel Kiper even agree with the Lions at all.
0: Yeah, so um, I'm. There's, there's a lot of national media on the same bandwagon. You on the the Lions to kick the tires on Lamar Jackson, y'all know how I feel. I do feel like it's a team that should. Um, if I was them, I would be trying to sign up to sign him yesterday. That's right. The, the, the Atlanta Falcons. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I saw yeah. Def- I saw Desmond. I yeah, I saw Desmond Ritter playing in college. He is not the answer. Yeah, that,
1: he's definitely not the answer. I, if I, it's a few teams out there that need to really take a chance on getting Lamar Jackson, Pissed. I don't understand what Baltimore is trying to do. Yeah. They can't offer him. They can't offer him a higher, uh, a higher pay. Or, but I don't think that they're going to wind up doing it. I think they're willing to let him walk for two first round draft picks.
0: I do too. Uh, I think Baltimore's in the quarterback market in the draft, so we'll right. we'll see. Um, I I just think it's odd that team like Atlanta's not in on it. Las Vegas. I mean, you signed Jimmy Garoppolo uh That's Tampa. Well, what do they do? Carolina, Houston. Well,
1: you know what's what was was crazy about this season, which is different from from any other season, is these teams really don't have anybody else. Like if you think about, it, they really don't have anybody else to kind of support Lamar Jackson. So the thing is, let's say you bring Lamar Jackson in, you basically had the same thing that he's working with with the Baltimore Ravens because you you're trading away draft capital, draft stock. You don't really have a you don't have a line. Like, look at Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons really have nothing.
0: They got Kyle They have
1: Pitt. nothing. <laughs> yeah, that, that's about it. Like, they have nothing. You look at the uh, the uh, Las Vegas uh, Raiders. They really have nothing. You got Devontae Adams, and then that's about it.
0: And he wants out.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, he wants out. So, like, you, you lose so many different people. It just – you really don't have nothing. You got the same thing the Baltimore Ravens have, and that's just a bunch of people all they have is uh is the tight end and that's about it. the defense was okay subpar, but not really good yeah and I Him mean the Lions would be amazing
0: I mean even Minnesota Kirk Hudson, I think this is the last year of his deal like i I just think yeah. it's i think it's odd i think and like you said the the draft picks and then the cost of his salary is what gives me pause for, for the Lions. Um, and I think Brad Holmes hasn't. He, he I won't say he likes Jared Goff, he loves Jared Goff. So. I mean,
1: Jared Goff right now, Jared Goff right now is on a reasonable contract. You know, he's, plus he's playing for his, his basically his contract. He's playing to stay in the NFL. Because if he doesn't do too good this season, to be honest with you, I don't think he's going to get a huge contract. He might get a decent contract somewhere else, but I don't think it'll be the contract that he's looking forward to. Yeah, and if he I, plays really well this season, makes it to the playoffs, does what he's supposed to do, expect a huge payday for Jared Goff.
0: Yeah, because I, I think they're going to either re-sign DJ Shark or or they're going to draft a, a wide receiver or they possibly could still do both. Right. You have
1: same right, No, have, I agree with you right. Yeah,
0: you have Same Brown still, you have J Mo. Um him and, him and him and him and a couple of the wide receivers um just seem to have a special <laughs> a special relationship. So um will it, see the the table is set for the for the Lions the next two years to run it um N F C North. And, I mean, yeah. looking at the NFC, who are your top quarterbacks?
1: Right. I mean, honestly, Rodney, we were the, not just the NFC. I think that with this move and with a couple other moves, people fail to realize we were only like a few steps away from, from other teams. I would say we were a few steps away from, from being down near the Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, think about it. If you match them up head-to-head, head, that Lions offense, and then with the additions to our defense, I think right now, I think we beat the Eagles. I think we beat a lot of teams that we yeah. lost to last season. And there's really not a lot of improvements where a lot of teams. A lot of teams really haven't improved this season.
0: Yeah, they just,
1: they could barely, barely keep up with the free agency and, and obtain some of the players that they already had. So Lions making big moves.
0: Yeah, CJ Gardner, uh, Johnson agrees with you. Um, But I did want to talk about the NCAA tournament. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but we probably just watched (laughs) the Michigan State-Kansas State game. Probably was the best game of the tournament so far. Man, hands down. The best game of
1: the tournament so far. Michigan State. You know what? One thing, I'm not a Michigan State fan. I know you're not either. Um, But one thing I can say is I respect their basketball program. They always had a decent basketball program and Izzo was one hell of a coach. They didn't deserve to be a 7th seed. They honestly didn't in my opinion.
0: Yeah, they didn't deserve to be a 7th seed, but I think the draw set up and I think we saw that pretty well for them because if had they won this game, they they would have played the, the winner of Florida Atlantic, Tennessee. Uh, it's funny because I just looked at the racket I did. I actually, I didn't even realize I did this. I got Tennessee in the finals. So um, who, when was the last time Kansas State was really relevant in basketball? Michael Beasley error?
1: man yeah, you might be right about that like michael Beasley, for sure yeah so that, that, that point that guard
0: kid, the, 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 yeah that
1: boy bad that's a bad boy right there
0: yeah the he threw a number of no look passes really on the money um he had a cross-court no look one hand pass and i'm just like did he really just do that like, I don't even know yeah. how he how he <laughs> saw the guy. He had the step back three no look step three pointer. Um overtime he threw the lob he wasn't even looking at the player as he was cutting. He was actually arguing with the coach. So, I mean, hats off to to Kansas State. Michigan State played they, they they played a good game um they got down came back went up went back down um dug themselves out of a 6 point deficit in the second half they they got some dogs i mean they they hit some unbelievable shots on, on the michigan state side um What's the kid that's from New York, Walker for for Michigan State? He played like he had ice in his veins. He The ISO, the game into overtime, the three-pointer, he hit in overtime. <laughs> so. Yeah,
1: like, man, he balled out and A.J. Uh, Hogarth balled out too. I mean, it was a damn good game, man. Like, you're, you're right, it's the game of the, the tournament. It felt like this is a game that you want to see in the – the uh, elite eight or the the final four the rest of the games in my opinion kind of been like blowouts or just been real slow this game was upbeat it felt like you was watching the nba game man a pound for pound heavyweight fight
0: yeah it, uh, this this game was a slugfest it was both teams gave punches took punches um like you said you have a team cleaves in the stands isaiah thomas i mean the the game did have NBA. It felt like NBA playoff game, uh, right?
1: Like it was so hype. The Garden did them justice too, man. And they did it on a big stage too. You playing at Madison Square Garden, man. It it was hype. It was hype, man. Yeah, had me jumping
0: up,
1: had me jumping out the edge of my. And like I said, I'm not a, a Michigan State fan, man. I'm not a a Kansas State fan, but I can honestly say they played one hell of a game, man. Yeah,
0: and, it, it it was great basketball. Both teams well coached. Um, I will say the the referees they, they 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 let them play for the most part. Um, I don't think it was too many controversial calls. Uh, unlike the the Dallas and the State game <laughs> yesterday, um, that has Mark Cuban. Um, if there was ever a real-life person that was looked like the meme where the, the head is going to get blown off or the emoji, that it was Mark Cuban yesterday. That's how pissed he was at the officiating.
1: Man, that was crazy. That was crazy. That whole scenario was crazy, man, what had transpired the other day. If anybody not familiar about what happened, it was <laughs> – I've never seen that before in an NBA game. Have you seen that before? No,
0: I I was confused.
1: Yeah, I was confused So basically the Dallas players were all at the other end of the floor. It was a miscommunication in um between the referees and the uh, the both teams in my opinion. I, I think both teams were Yeah,
0: Steve Carr probably
1: look
0: the confused too.
1: Yeah. Uh so the referees wind up in ball, inbounding the ball. The referees wind up passing the ball to the the Golden State Warriors and make an inbounds pass, but they were on the other end. They were on the same end of their floor, and Dallas was on their end of the floor. Now, I he confused me, too, but they wound up getting a wide-open layup. The game only came down to two points for victory, and the whole time, they said that Mark Cuban said he's going to protest this game.
0: Yeah, and so uh, he doesn't think- it's interesting because normally you getting like I don't think anything's come out from the NBA. Normally when you have some something that controversial, they'll they'll release something, but nothing's come out hell I've seen I think this might be the second or third game Cubans protested in the last like five years. That I mean, that doesn't really do anything. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I was just that. confused. I was like <laughs> Wait, how? How? How is Dallas, also, you know, standing? And how to go to state? Like I've rewound it a couple of times. So I,
1: yeah, like that, yeah, that whole scenario was so confusing, man. But maybe I it
0: mean, was, maybe it was some NFL officials <laughs> transported to this. <them.
1: laughs> That's <a> good one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because no, you know the, what the NFL officials this year was terrible.
1: Yeah, they weren't good this year, man. And you know, I guess you could say, well, players mess up sometimes too. Yeah, the the, the NFL officials was messed up this season, man. That, some of the most weirdest calls, especially especially that the last game, well, the last game of the season for the Rams and the Seahawks that basically put yeah. the Lions out of playoff contention. A lot of horrible calls for that one. That was one of the worst officiated games I've really seen, and uh, it felt like it was already in the books.
0: Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen basketball officials since. Uh, what was what was the black ref in the Big Ten uh, Valentine?
1: Oh yeah.
0: He yeah that yeah I've I've never seen that in a professional setting. Um, maybe the. Um, <laughs> Major League Baseball, the the no hitter, perfect game that that ended up not being a perfect game in Galarraga. <laughs> that might be <laughs> the the next. Oh
1: man!
0: Yeah. So, but the NCAA to get back to that, this like this is Alabama the favorite.
1: Wow, well, you know what? It's so hard to tell.
0: I mean, it's so hard uconn just blew their brakes off of arkansas so
1: that's what i was thinking too i'm like man like i just seen now i'm thinking like is UConn really this good or was arkansas really that bad and didn't come to play so like i'm so confused i don't
0: i don't know if it's a combination um i do think uconn has one of the better of the remaining coaches um i'm wondering it's funny because ucla and gonzaga tipped off I'm wondering if this is the year that Gonzaga finally um, does it now that they don't have, like, the real high expectations. I don't – Kansas State has, like – their point guard reminds me of a lot of Trey Burke in, what was that, 2012, 2013, that, that tournament? Yeah, I,
1: I can see that. I can see that for sure. Uh-huh. That's what it kind of reminds me. That's what they kind of remind me of too. Yeah, and I, you, oh no, go ahead, brother. I'm no,
0: I'm just gonna say it's just so wide open. I mean, you really and you don't really have stars like that.
1: Now, now that's exactly what I was gonna say, Rodney. I think I I mentioned that on the last podcast too. This is the most wide open I've ever seen this tournament, man, and it's so confusing and mind-boggling like a lot of the good teams or i thought some of the seeding was just a little weird man and
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it
1: just, i don't i don't know it just seemed like this is the this is a out of the ordinary tournament and i just i'm just confused i just i'm confused i thought a lot of teams that i thought would be good they really didn't play like their tournament teams i didn't expect duke to get bounced out like that it's just it's so many teams I just didn't expect to get bounced
0: out so early in the in the tournament. Yeah, like you don't really have a star. I guess Brandon Miller would be the star, but he's kind of a star for all the wrong reasons right now. Um, the fact that he's still playing for Alabama, I don't think if like if he was at Michigan State, U of M, some other schools, I don't think he would be playing right now. Being in this the center of a, a homicide investigation. <laughs> so it, it's, it's That's
1: just... That's not funny. I'm not, it's the truth, though. Yeah,
0: it's, it's just really weird that... I mean, there's court documents saying that he brought the weapon that was used in the homicide investigation, and he's literally still playing, like, tell us what's the most important thing, Alabama, without telling us it's, it's the most important thing. So that's that's insane. It's just weird. I got a hot take. Tournament wise, Mm -hmm. John Calipari. Uh oh. The honeymoon is clearly over in Kentucky. Here's my hot take: John Calipari would not be the coach of Kentucky after next season.
1: Ooh. You know, I mean, but honestly, where do you go? Where do you go from there?
0: I don't know, Kentucky. Kentucky. Kentucky is like Notre Dame in football, right? To me. Think about it. Kentucky, what has won one championship by the Calipari? They've been they've been down, but they 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 still. Are this bluebird program that have these high expectations, and, and it's not the '90s no more.
1: Well, I, my thing is, Rodney, why don't we give them in in that? In, you know, why don't we give them a another chance? Because now you you had Coach K just retired last season, so give them a chance to you no know, give them a couple more years with John Calipari. I'm quite sure that he'll get them back. And right now, they have got to be one of the top recruiting classes. I don't think Duke gets a lot of recruiters anymore since Coach K moved on. So, I, I so think, like, where are these players going?
0: So, I think that could be the the sword that might – like Kyler Harry, They 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 still bringing in these recruiting classes. I do think the the what is that the G League? Uh, what is it? Unite or? Um, the one that's um, Scotty Burns and stuff is on. I think they are losing a few players that normally would have probably went to a Kentucky or Duke to, to the G League. Um, mm-hmm. I just think Kentucky fans have really weird high expectations. It's like they remind me of Michigan fans in 2020 that that wanted Jim Harbaugh. going. It's like, well, who do you get? You want to hear
1: something crazy? You know, I of course, me being a Michigan fan, I follow uh, Michigan all over the place, all on um, social media and everything. And I'm seeing people, a large amount of people saying they need to get rid of Howard. Are you serious? Well, that's like, the, you serious? It's, it's
0: the same people when b missed, like, there was a year where he got them to the tournament they went to the tournament, like, two or three years in a row and then they missed a year. And they were calling for his Ooh. job. And it's like... Well, I could see if it was two, three years in a row that we missed the tournament. The team played terrible. I won't even say the team played terrible. They just couldn't close our game games. They were so young.
1: Exactly. F- like it, and that's a, and that's the thing with this this Michigan team that we have too. Like a couple a couple guys that they that he brought along. One of them being his son. And I'm not sure if you he heard the news. Yeah,
0: but, he declared. Uh,
1: yeah. He declared for the draft. I, I mean it's not up it's not up to me, but I can tell you how I feel. I feel like it's probably a, a bad move for him. I don't think that he should go right now this season. I know they were being real fragile about him. I think he was having some ankle issues. And
0: yeah, they that, held
1: him out a, a couple of games. Yeah, he which missed, were pivotal to us.
0: Yeah, he missed like six games during the season. He missed the last game against Vanderbilt. Um, Kofi Bluffman's also missed that game, and that's like their second best player to me. Um, Hunter Dickinson had a down the year. That that's why I say with the injuries, with them being so young, he he deserves at least. I give him another two years Um, if I'm the athletic director. Because, and I mean, who do you? Same question I have for the the hardball fans. Who do you? Who do you get? That that yeah. you feel well, where do you go? That you feel would be an upgrade. Um, de- <laughs> There's no Deion Sanders of, of of the basketball world walking through that door.
1: Exactly. I,
0: I just I don't know. I just think it's odd. Um, I mean, because what we're last year they were sweet sixteen. Year before that they were. Uh, shot away from from the final four the COVID year they would have made the, the made the tournament so I, i'm chalking this year up as an anomaly no uh, no i agree i agree
1: and
0: i, th- I think they'll be Don't active. Be i think they'll be active in a portal And hell, Michigan football being back is good for Michigan basketball for for recruiting because you can take them to a football game. So,
1: and I I think that's what was the selling point on a lot of those bats. I remember Jawan Howard and those guys, him getting a lot of the recruits together, and some of the guys that had been on the team and they were going on the field and, you know, they were they were it just you you felt the energy, and we just need that again. I didn't like. I didn't like. It's always a thin line when you got uh, players and then you bring in their sons and stuff. Honestly, I think that was kind of like the downfall. If you want to be honest, I think both his sons really aren't that great. And mm-hmm. like,
0: Judge is <laughs> Jet is good. I, I do feel like he's NBA potential. I I thought he was going to stay another year. Yeah, he's
1: not a. That's what I was thinking of myself. I said, okay, you got to really ball out. What? I thought that he wasn't healthy enough like he averaged 14 points I just I don't know it just felt like it, it felt like he probably needed another season or 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 something else of that nature I just or he should have just he wasn't a starter in my opinion I think like he just came in and I don't know it just I, I felt weird about that anyway I hate when players play for their uh, their dad's and they should never live up to it. It's just too much. The expectations are too high. And the I, last time we seen a player play for his dad recently, it was uh the uh, Behind for uh oh um what Syracuse. was his name? But, buddy. Yeah,
0: you had Buddy, <laughs> and then you had the other son.
1: You have both sons. Yeah, that, uh,
0: yeah. So um, I don't know. I I also think that was like the beauty of what. Um, B-Line was able to do like I know his son didn't play for Michigan, but he had a he had the sons of a lot of former NBA players on that on his team. In um, in the fact that, one to handle because there's got to be some eagles. My my dad played in the NBA, like I got these expectations, and and, and to get them to play uh, in your system and play well team basketball um like tim hardaway jr um uh, what's the walford yeah you mm-hmm. had joe dumar the second on that team for a
1: minute right you had glenn robinson's son yeah on
0: there. So, so
1: yeah like they had some ballers on that team but you notice that none of them was really playing for their own father and i think like like, his decision they probably keep his kids out, like they said, he had ankle issues, and and Howard, Howard knew that he had ankle issues. And I kind of think, like, you would think that he had to tell his father, like, hey, I want to go to the draft, and that probably had a decision in him sitting out some of those games. That's what I'm just thinking, you know? Yeah, that's... Maybe a, it wasn't his decision alone.
0: And I know this is football, but that's why I'm so... Um, Deion Sanders is much... <laughs> Watch television, social media, whatever. But I'm I'm real curious to see um, how him and his son handle. Um, I know you know if he's they're coached and played together so far at Jackson State, but they're about to be on a whole different level at Colorado. So to see them handle that that coach son, coach quarterback relationship is going to be very very interesting to me
1: right and that's what i'm kind of I'm, I'm shaky on that too but and his son's gonna be the starting quarterback is that correct
0: yeah he 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 came in <laughs> and, and named his son the starting quarterback
1: oh my goodness yeah that's gonna be tough right there man i'm i'm kind of surprised about that too but i don't know man how it's gonna pan out i hope it works out for him I do, and too, I because...
0: DJ. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, he... um, He's really revolutionized how a, how a head coach should use social media. Uh, I mean, he's putting on content every single day. Multiple times a day. Um, shoot, and their first game of the season is against the college football runner-up in TCU. I believe.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a tough game. I wonder, you know what, they were last in the division this past season, so I want to see how they can, at least, even if they win like half of their games or if they're at least competitive, because I don't expect them to come right out the gate and be really that great. I mean, it is low. I got low expectations for them. That's a hell of a, pro- you got to turn around that program. That's a lot to turn around.
0: Yeah. And like uh, half the players he let walk, so <laughs> he he said he he was bringing Louis with him, so <laughs> 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 I don't
1: know.
0: It'll it'll be it'll be interesting. I love his shirts though, though. Especially the one say uh say something like we ain't hiding or something. Oh, ain't hard to find, that's what it said. Right. So Well
1: I well, I, I hope they I hope they live up to the expectations. I I would say give them, give the, um, maybe give him three or four seasons. I hope they don't let him go after he um after he has a historically bad season. I think this season's gonna be tough for him. I think he's gonna he's gonna get his ass kicked for these first couple seasons until they get it right and get the right people in there.
0: I actually I, I gotta win in eight games.
1: Ooh, that's tough. Now
0: you sure? Now you know they're in Colorado, right? Yeah, I, I got them winning eight games.
1: What?
0: Wow. Yeah, we. Whoa, oh, that's hard. tough. Write this down, listen. We'll see. I will see. <laughs> when the <it> season when? <laughs> who's who's right? But I have them winning at least eight <laughs> games. Oh, that's tough, right there. I don't. I don't
1: know, man. I, I don't. A...
0: I got them winning eight with a possible not one, so maybe nine.
1: All right, so you know they play TCU, right?
0: Yeah, I know they play Oregon.
1: Well, okay, so they play TCU the first game. In, uh, in Fort Worth Stadium in Texas, you, you got them winning that game? We can do the rundown. I'll do. Okay, they play Nebraska for the next game.
0: Yeah, you might have a pencil in
1: that W. I don't know. Nebraska's always tough at the beginning. Yeah. It's, it's still cornhuskers, man. Okay, all right. So you say you got a W. They playing in Boulder City anyway. So, all right. So you got you got them losing the one against TCU, then winning against Nebraska. Then they're going against Colorado State at home.
0: That's a W. That's
1: a W. The Nebraska one, I think they lose that one, but I'll give you the Colorado State. Colorado
0: State is like one of the worst programs.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Colorado State is terrible. Then they go to Eugene, Oregon.
0: That's an L. Then they go to USC. That's an L.
1: Then they play at Arizona State. Well, actually, the USC one is at home, but I think they're going to get their ass kicked regardless of where they play. Here's yeah, USC. K- K- Caleb the Arizona Williams State is... one is at Arizona
0: That's a, that's a win. So Ari-
1: Arizona State will be a win?
0: Yeah, they, they, that program's in shambles right now.
1: Then they go to – oh, then they play Stanford.
0: That's a win.
1: I think Stanford will get them this time.
0: New Steph coach, has a, gonna new, be a new quarterback.
1: quarterback,
0: new running back. Yeah. Colorado, I got Colorado winning that game.
1: Okay. Then they play UCLA.
0: That's going to be a toss-up. UCLA.
1: UCLA was pretty good last
0: season. Yeah, new quarterback, though, and it could be a true freshman. Well, and
1: they're playing at the Rose Bowl. I That's some big shoes to fill. I'm gonna go with UCLA on that one. At UCLA, well, then they go against Oregon State.
0: Um, that's a tough one, but I I think they can win that one. Oregon State was stinky good last year.
1: You're being very generous. Yeah, Oregon State was really good last year. I want to see how that program turned around and how they. uh, if they lost any players or if, if they got that same team, Oregon state was really good last season. They wanted the favorites to win the division too. For me, just looking at it. Uh, what about Arizona? They play Arizona next and that will be senior day.
0: Terrible. In team, terrible team. That's a win. All right.
1: Then next it'll be Washington state.
0: Uh, Washington state kind of sneaky good, but I have them winning that game.
1: Wow. You said eight wins. You you might be right. Then the next the last game is at Utah.
0: That could be a blowout.
1: Yeah, that Utah might blow them up. Now, you being really generous with them with these games, I got them getting annihilated in a lot of these games. I don't think they're going to beat Nebraska. I don't think they'll beat TCU. I don't think they'll beat Oregon or USC. The Arizona State game, they might win that one. That'll be close. They're playing in Tempe. That can be kind of close. Stafford, Stanford, Stanford, mm-hmm. I think Stanford uh, squeaked that one out. I don't have them beating UCF. I don't have them winning the majority of these games. I had them winning probably three games. They won one game last season, right? Yeah. Three games isn't bad for them. That's why I have them winning three games. It's just a lot to make up. It's a lot to make up, man. I I hope they can go off of Dion's energy. Yeah, That's they,
0: they I mean they they got a lot of people coming in from the Transfer Portal. I think it'll be interesting to see how quickly they can jail. All
1: right, and before we get out of here, I just wanted to say one more thing, Rodney. Or, or get you know, we can go over probably one more thing and it'll be real brief. So the two teams that I was thinking about in this NCAA tournament, you said you had Gonzaga. He was like maybe they'll pull through this time. They got Gonzaga going against UCLA, and UCLA has been really good. Why is, this team, why is this game going on right now in the Sweet 16 game? Both of these teams need to be playing in the Elite Eight or Final Four. You feel like they blew it again with seeding?
0: Yeah, see, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be the thing when the, when college football goes to the, to the twelve teams it's deceiving it'll, it'll be interesting Um I don't like that they got two of the Sweet 16 games going on at the same time either but
1: yeah that, that's so stupid I, I I think that's dumb but but are you excited Rodney this is my last question before we start out here are you excited about USC and UCLA coming to the big team
0: I'm partially excited. Here's why. yeah, I don't want to see no Big Ten at dark. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do I do think it'll be interesting to see um UCLA, USC have to go to the, the horseshoe, the big house, um uh, Beaver Stadium. And then vice versa. Um, I, I do wish, just for balance's sake, that Oregon and Washington were joining the Big Ten, too. And then you could have, like, 14 pods. But I digress.
1: <laughs> yeah, they said they were going to... Um, they said they're going to create... a Big Ten would create a non-divisional football setup for UC, USC's arrival in 2024. Because people forget, like... After this NCAA tournament is over right here, next season, hey, now you're going to be talking about them coming to the Big Ten. Everything will be changed all up. They said they probably won't even meet. So Michigan probably won't even meet up with USC or UCLA because they won't even probably make those trips the majority of the time. So they might meet each other every three years, sort of like a Purdue or a Minnesota type of deal
0: hmm so that that sucks yeah so we shall see um i will say one thing that the ncaa did get right is you have one of the games right now taking place in vegas and the other one taking place in new york so two great um vacation destinations Yeah,
1: that's what i said i'm excited about that yeah they said the Big Ten wants to protect Michigan against Ohio State and, and Michigan State. Like Michigan, they want to play. They want Michigan to play Ohio State and, and Michigan State annually, so they ha- they want to keep that rivalry. Mm-hmm. They don't want to stop them playing Ohio State every year or uh, Michigan State every year. That's why they didn't want to split them up in the first place. Some people said, why did you put Ohio State on one end when they meet up for the championship? If they don't meet up for the championship – that's a missed out rivalry that we will blow like we need to have both of those guys play all the
0: time okay well we'll we'll get out of here on that Um, next Sunday's podcast Monday um, is we'll start our greatest hip hop groups of all time list and we'll catch y'all on the B side
1: peace